Hello and welcome to Drive and Double Feature Podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Ryan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before we get into today's movie, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash drive and double feature podcast. Just for $5 a month, you can help support us and you can get fun bonus episodes where we talk about each other's movie tastes and literally whatever you want to hear. Just let us know on Patreon and we will do an episode on it if it's movie related. But moving into today's movie, I just have to ask one question, Ryan. Have you ever gleamed the cube? Because we were gleaming the cube with this movie. I've, I've gleamed some cubes in my day. You have? You have? Okay. I think that's just a rite of passage for a lot of young people is just gleaming the cube. Now, can you gleam other shapes? You can gleam a sphere, but let me tell you, it is a much harder process. It is. I, I, I think I could gleam. I think I could gleam a rhombus. A rhombus, maybe. Give it a shot. Call up Tony Hawk and <laughs> Christian Slater, and maybe they'll give you some permission. But yeah, we're talking about Gleaming the Cube, which is a movie from 1989. It is a skateboard neo noir <laughs> thriller. It is really a genre clash. It is a bizarre movie that I've been interested in for a while, um, mainly because I, I think skating movies in the 80s are really interesting or any X game movies like BMX stuff, skateboarding. They were really in at the time. Oh, yeah. And it's directed by <laughs> Graeme Clifford, who, yeah, that's right, directed Francis, uh, which is Jessica Lange. I think she was was she nominated or did she win for that role? No, she went for Blue Sky. That's right, but she was nominated for Francis. Um, but yeah, it's Christian Slater. It's our first Christian Slater movie. It's our first Tony Hawk movie. Can you believe it? A man with so many B-movies. I don't know, actually. How many, how many movies does he have? I don't know. You know what? That I'm, is a good question because I, I, I thought it was a treat to see him in this movie. <laughs> that I do actually, I actually have seen Tony Hawk in another movie. Uh, that came out around this time and that was uh police academy four he's in police academy four i did not know that yeah he's uh like david spade leaves a skateboarding gang and tony hawk is a part of his gang i kind of love that we need to go through those movies at some point that's fun but no i mean he's i'm looking at his filmography he's in a lot of like just like skateboarding documentaries stuff like that um he's in the jackass movies i forget that he pops up in those but he's not really like known for his acting prowess of course but he's not even a big part of this movie he's a very small bit role this movie does start christian slater who is playing um, Brian Kelly. And he's kind of your typical skater punk, you know? He dresses in ripped clothes. He, uh, he skates around. And that's all you need, right? To be, to, to be a punk. Does not trust any adults. Adults are the adults. enemy. Adults are stinky, according to him. Um, Even though he's 20 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 Christian Slater looks young, but he doesn't look as young. I think he's supposed to be playing a 16-year-old in this. He's not looking that young. I guess. I mean, he's in high school in the movie, so. Yes. But I, Christian Slater, though, I mean, this, the year he had in 1989 was crazy. Like, the amount what of movies he was in. Well, this is also the year of the Heathers. 
Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and he's great in that movie. Uh, he was in another movie called Desperate for Love. Mm-hmm. He was in Beyond the Stars, which is like a space movie with Martin Sheen. Yep, yep. And then, uh, of course, the biggest one, The Wizard. Oh yeah, The Wizard. Yes, man, he did have a big year. I see. I I personally. I, I love Christian Slater. I can watch anything he's in. He's very like iconic. He has a voice, a whiny. He just does whiny Jack Nicholson. I love it. <laughs> you know, and so this movie came out in 1989, and that yeah. was that. And I'm, and I kept watching it though. I'm like, there's no way this was filmed in 1989. <laughs> you I, don't I, think so? No, and I had to look it up, and it's like, yeah, it was filmed in like '87, I think. Wow, it took that long to come out. I wonder why. I so I, I was like, there's no way this is like 1989 Christian Slater because one, like you said, Christian mm. Slater has a very kind of Jack Nicholson esque yes way yeah. of speaking. He's like, hey man, I just gotta <laughs> get my fix. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I I I wanted to do a Slater impression, but I'm a little congested. So thank you for taking over. So, but he's he's got that very specific. But like in this movie, he really he's it's, got it's very vaguely hinted there subtly yeah. but it's not overt like in his later film roles it, it's very toned back like you know like it's there but he, he definitely like went really deep into that in the, his later movies um but yeah that that's interesting that it would kind of sat there for a little bit and i mean i maybe i get it as far as like picking it up and release because it is an odd movie because we'll get into it a little bit later but this ends up becoming a murder mystery detective movie that involves skateboarding in the middle of it this movie gave me such severe whiplash it really did with its total tonal shift because Mm -mm. in the very beginning of the movie it's playing out like this is you know what exactly so I had this movie on my watch list for a very long time mm-hmm. and I had it because it's been on Amazon prime forever. And I've always been like, Oh, when I get around to it, I'll watch it. But I, when we started the podcast, I was like, you know, when you see kooky stuff like that, like, Oh, that'd be fun to talk about. And yeah. then um, threw it on my watch list. You know, you think it's going to be fun skateboard movie. Maybe they, use skateboarding to fund some type of rec center or something like that (laughs) or like skateboarding conquers all something like that but then when it like you said it just turns into well we know who the murderer is so it's like you said oh yeah it's a neo it it, it's like a noir movie so it really is so i'm like when i got to that point i'm just like i i was just so flabbergasted yeah yeah me too well i kind of knew that but i didn't know how deep you would get into this especially with the way it starts because the beginning of this movie they're skateboarding on the airfield you know kind of driving around they got music playing and then exactly how you think it would start yeah exactly and it has really funny moments of like the gang they're all flying in a plane looking for like skating spots at the pools and this is one of my favorite lines is from tony hawk because he's a pizza hut delivery driver and then in the plane he goes there's my pizza hut you know yeah it's, it's, it's just stupid um but they find a pool and they're skating in some pool that somebody left behind so like you know it's like oh it's having fun with the boys having fun skating but then Christian Slater has a, an adopted Vietnamese brother who works with a Vietnamese person. And like, 
it's like a video rental store slash medical shop is, is that what it is i i guess i i think they were like i i guess they thought they were sending like relief supplies maybe to vietnam <laughs> I, I really wasn't clear on the whole like was. what exact what what they're intending yeah but, I, I wasn't getting it either but whatever it was his brother like messed up big time like, and they do not want to find it, digging in the deep it's so funny because he's like a math whiz and he like they hire him on to do shipments to like you know like check the weight and then of course instantly he's like something's wrong here there's like a lot more than what how much a cotton ball would weigh like as shipment of cotton balls and they're like shut up we're taking you off this job right now you don't even think like why would you hire someone who doesn't know that there's something wrong it's a bit odd of a choice oh yeah why'd you put like a genius at it like why wouldn't you just put like an idiot there who just like just checks off the list yeah who wouldn't think twice about the, the weight of cotton balls um but uh but yeah he finds out these issues oh and really quickly i do gotta mention uh did you notice who is the assistant director on this film <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> I know Frank Capra the third. <laughs> yeah, one of the descendants of Frank Capra. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was a funny thing. You um, know, I, I I get some Capra yeah. vibes. Oh yeah, it's a wonderful life. I really felt it from this one. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, it's he died and he said you can't take it with you. Oh yes, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, well, speaking of which, the Vietnamese boy sneaks around in the warehouses, right? And one of the most insane scenes is when they accidentally kill him, like in the hotel room, when they have it like a towel wrapped around his neck and they accidentally choke him to death. I know. And they, I, I thought they were trying to kill him, but then they're like, oh crap, we killed him. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. They're like, oh no, we, we screwed up. We killed him. And, uh, it kind of I was said, only choking him for two minutes straight. I didn't get. Yeah. I don't know how he could have died. <laughs> I mean, of course they set it up as a suicide, but I, I guess that's what's kind of silly about it. Is like, why would this high school student rent out a hotel room and then commit suicide in the hotel room? It it all seems really fishy. And even the cop that's on it, who is played by um, uh, Stephen Bauer, who. Uh, he gets put on and he's like oh he never checked in the hotel under his name so something's weird but that's the only weird thing here so otherwise i don't care yeah you know dead whatever alive who cares yeah exactly um yeah steven power plays like the the cop in this like the main cop that christian slater had they almost have a love-hate relationship i felt a lot of you know sexual tension between these two I, i'm just kidding between between the cop and the underage boy <laughs> I, I don't know the way they were he was inviting them over to his home and like they're talking and like go ahead. well yeah and i'm like i don't know what cop would ever be like oh uh i gotta go talk to the kid's little brother and like get him on the investigation here with me right it's so weird they're, they would tell him to shut up, go home. Like, <laughs> this doesn't concern you at all. Exactly. You do not need to get in the middle of this. Even later in the movie, Christian Slater, like, blows up a car. Uh, like, right? He, like, sets a whole vehicle on fire. And he's like, oh, you, I know you set up the fire, but I, I'm not going to arrest you. But you can't do that again, okay? You know that if you did that, a cop, you'd be arrested on the spot if they knew that. You'd think that uh, 
Christian Bale is like some type of like superhero or something like that. It's like, it's not about the crime. It's about the message. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's what you, you misspoke and said Christian Bale, but it works in the superhero oh, statement. So. Damn it. It, it all comes yeah. around. It works. Because I was thinking about Batman. Batman. Yeah, no, <laughs> Christian Slater should have played Batman. That's what I'm thinking. You know, you know, you know, I he could have done it. Maybe yep. like instead of maybe yeah. Val, instead of Val Kilmer in, in, in 1995, I could see it. Yeah, a young Slater actually would be all right. I not that I think it would elevate the movie in any way. Even though Val Kilmer, I will say it right here. I don't think he's a bad Batman either. Uh, but he's no Michael Keaton, of course. No Clooney. He's not, yeah, no, no, but everybody wishes they could be Clooney. Um, but I, I will say there is a lot of skaters in this movie. I, I have a giant, giant list of skaters here. Um, but I'm not, I mean, Ryan, Mike Valley, um, Tony Hawk, of course, the Bones Brigade just a bunch of skaters some that you will know just from playing tony hawk video games uh the lead singer of the aquabats and the creator of yo gabba gabba is in this movie as well oh um, yeah um i guess a little side thing i saw an interview with tony hawk and he was talking to christian slater this was about 20 years after this movie came out just talking about this movie tony hawk has two permanent scars because of this movie uh i guess they were talking and it sounded like a lot of injuries happened on set. Um, so they didn't which have, is, a, oh, which, go ahead. Which is crazy, which is, a, there's not like a ton of like cool tricks or anything. It's like, they're mainly just riding on their skateboards most of the time. There's I know. Like, well, I mean, there's a couple, I guess, where like Christian Slater like skates up a car. Skates up there's a like, car, yeah. There's one where a skater dives under a truck or goes under a truck at one point. But no, it was kind of lame. The one that Tony Hawk got hurt from was there's a scene later in the movie where the pizza truck is driving down and skaters are skating beside it. And I guess they didn't have enough skaters. So it's a stunt driver in the Pizza Hut truck and Tony Hawk is playing one of the extras. And I guess he just fell going down the hill and he landed like elbows forward and he got a scar on his elbow um, an another skater got hit by a motorcycle during the motorcycle chase scene as well. Oh yeah. So this is another movie that just was hell to make, I'm sure. Speaking of the pizza truck. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, do you ever remember a Pizza Hut delivery car looking like that? <laughs> no, Pizza Hut. I, I was thinking that Pizza Hut cars are literally just cars with the Pizza Hut sign on top. Not like. Right. They make <laughs> you put the little like the little led light or whatever on top of your car that says yeah. pizza hut i've seen those but this one it was a full-on hut they made them attach yeah. like a roof to the roof of their car yeah this man like he decked out it pizza hut was his forever career like he was like my car is permanently a pizza hut car it's pizza hut red and it has the logo on it and everything like like, where do you put that thing? Like, when you're not working at Pizza Hut, like you know, know. like you, you, you figure if you're, you're when you're done with your shift at Pizza Hut now or whatever, you just you take the little thing off your car. And yeah, you stow you stow it away. This thing is humongous. Yeah, and this guy, he's like pulling up to doctor's appointments and everything, up to his like grandma's funeral in the Pizza Hut truck <laughs> is part like, of the. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, what if he got fired? 
yeah, right. He's like, screw it. He's stuck with the Pizza Hut truck. Unless it is the company vehicle, which I highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> great. You got to take the roof off at the end of every shift. Yeah. Great product placement, though. Wonderful product placement. Um, yeah. Made me want a Pizza Hut. Yeah, me too. You know, it. I, I love that. And then I, I, um, I guess we haven't really gotten into the mystery. But honestly, I don't know if, if you felt this way. But for me, I felt like the mystery was stretched to the barest minimum. I, I think this movie is way too long and it's not even a long movie like it feels because the mystery literally is it's like a government conspiracy they're sending in drugs that's about it and christian slater takes hours and of movie time to run through this i mean the movie itself like the runtime is about a hundred minutes so you know but it feels so much longer (laughs) and i at a certain point, I was just getting bored, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah, I wanted to like this movie because it's such a cool idea. Like, I, I really do think, like, the clash of different ideas, like a skateboarding neo-noir movie, that that has, like, cult classic status tied to it. And it kind of does already. But for me, I just, I don't think I really loved it as much as I wanted to. I, I guess, like, I was, I mean, so if they went with like that, but it still didn't, it didn't feel like I was in a noir, like, because no. noirs are super atmospheric, you know, it just, it, they're all very much filmed a certain way, you know, I guess a more modern take on it would be something like Brick or whatever, so, mm. which is, does, it totally feels like a noir, you know, it has like the same type, but the thing is, is like this movie is just, it's filmed like every other movie, and it's yeah. not, they're not doing anything interesting. Like even the score, there's so many moments where there's just like no music. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be immersed in this atmosphere, but I don't, I'm really not. Yeah. Even something like just some 80 synth or something. Now, now that you point that out. Yeah. There really is a lack of score. It's really like a lack of anything special. Like, you know, like it doesn't really have a style. It just looks like a movie typical of the era. You're, you're completely right. I agree. I, and I could totally see how this could be somebody's cult hit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, Cause this is, uh, you know, it, it probably just, it came out right around the right time. There probably, I mean, there wasn't a ton of skateboarding movies back in the eighties. So no. it's like, Hey, well, this is our movie. We got it gotta take it and you know like Mm -hmm. you said tony hawk still gets asked about this movie all the time so yeah yeah christian slater supposedly gets asked all the time if he actually skated in this movie which he didn't do the stunts but he did have to learn how to skate for this movie so um and what he talks about how much he hated wearing a helmet while making this movie and i'm like man if you didn't know how to skate just you gotta wear a helmet come on well they he doesn't because like his mom in the movie mm-hmm. just like buys him some pads and he's like oh great thanks and yeah. he just doesn't ever wear them or he, yeah. he wears them at the he wears them at the end i think yeah it's so silly the whole movie he's not wearing a helmet but in the finale he's like i'm wearing a helmet and pads now because <laughs> it could get dangerous <laughs> yeah oh and it does it does he breaks through a glass pane in the last start part of the movie oh my god um I I do like though there's there is a car chase later and there's uh, a car gets kind of clipped by another car mm-hmm. and Christian Slater comes up and he's like 
oh hey that wasn't a cop car you better go follow him and the guy's like all right and then just starts <laughs> driving and then christian slater like grab, grabs onto the back and the guy looks back and he's just like hey what's going on and he's just like huh whatever and just all right keeps driving this kid's just riding with me i guess <laughs> yeah um that that scene is absolutely insane because there's the whole scene because his friends show up too in the pizza truck and he has to get from this guy's car to the pizza truck so he goes under this truck that's driving but did you notice that the aspect ratio changes for every big stunt i i I don't know if it was just the screen i was on so my movie was like full screen but anytime a big stunt would happen it would go into widescreen like it would chop the top and bottom off and i don't know if it was the movie or if it was just the copy i was watching uh no i mean i do remember that but yeah there's it's so funny this is another like side rant but like uh yeah how like some movies now they they're clearly were not made for aspect ratios of today um this is totally off but so we talked about twilight zone recently and that got me yeah. in the mood to watch more twilight zone so i've been watching a lot of twilight zone okay cool uh, there's one there's one bit in one of the episodes where one of the characters is supposed to like look into the mirror and not have a reflection because the screen is so wide now that you can see his reflection he's like oh no where's my reflection that's insane oh that's really depressing (laughs) you gotta like chop it up you gotta make sure you gotta keep it that original aspect ratio that's crazy i I didn't even know that but uh getting back to the movie one of the sillier parts that at least i thought uh, the viet his vietnamese brother has a girlfriend and christian slater he's like goes up to her and like tries to get info out of her because he could solve the mystery through her and she's like i'm not gonna date you or be with you dressed that way so man cleans up and it's like the classic makeover that they have in movies where his mom yeah. drops like a wine bottle's like oh my god <laughs> like you're a new man he goes yeah he goes from skater punk to preppy high, <laughs> yeah. high schooler he's got like the got like the long buttoned up shirts and Mm-hmm. purple khakis or whatever. <laughs> yeah he just looks like it's fun and everyone at school like i think there's a gag where one of his like one of the students at school calls the police because like hey we need to get someone down here just because he's dressed differently uh, i thought that was goofy but i think it's funny that him and his dead brother's girlfriend start having a relationship together i was like that's a little gross that was gross to me i could yeah. His brother has not even been dead that long. Yeah, no. And he's already just sliding it. Because well, at first he, he does it because it turns out her dad was involved with this whole scheme. Mm-hmm. And he originally tries to go out with her because he's trying to get her, get information out of her. Because they even go on a date. Mm-hmm. And he's asking, like, so what's your dad do for a living? Oh, what about your dad? And then she just says, Brian, are we just going to talk about my dad all evening? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much just gets used, right? Like, well, she gets kidnapped we... later, and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, when things get crazy, um, it turns out it turns out her dad her dad gets murdered too, doesn't he? Doesn't yeah, her doesn't... yeah, everything falls apart. Her dad gets murdered. She gets kidnapped and is taken on a wild car chase. 
Um, her boyfriend dies too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a crazy scene where Christian Slater gets chased by a gang of motorcyclists later in the movie. That was more exciting. I just wanted more skateboarding, honestly, out of this movie. I just wanted more cool skateboarding stunts. That's all it needed to improve a little bit. Um, yeah, or it just it it was too it was too imbalanced. You know, it was yeah. like it's it, the silly scenes were not silly enough, mm-hmm. and the serious scenes were not serious enough. Yeah, exactly. It was it it didn't know quite where it was. Um, I. Oh, one funny part I do want to mention that I, yeah. I I actually like. So like you said, he he dresses up like a total punk in the beginning. He wears like mm-hmm. tattered clothes and wears a bunch of uh, like band t-shirts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when his stepbrother dies, he goes to the funeral, but he's wearing like a, <laughs> like a black version of his of his punk outfit. So it's just he's got like ripped black pants and like a, like a black shirt it's kind of so awesome silly. so silly uh, when he's wearing the preppy clothes it changes his personality a little bit and he connects to his dad and he's like you know dad i'm sorry i know i'm a bit of a troubled kid you took me to disneyland and they threw me out for uh, pissing on donald duck very one-off stupid line. i remember that i yeah can you believe it was only a week ago too? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think we're still going to trial for this soon? You remember? I I got a feeling it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that's what it's sounding like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a lot to talk about this movie. I I think I pointed out a lot of the more interesting bits. Do you have anything else to add? No, I mean, like I like I said, it. I wasn't a hundred percent invested in it for the entire ride. I mean, it, it there's nothing overly bad about no, it. It's just, no. it's just there's too much going on, and it's not they're not focusing enough on one particular subject, in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there I I will say though, there are some scenes where I was shocked at how <laughs> brutal it got. Because there's mm-hmm. there's one scene where Christian Slater is in a car. And it's the guy that murdered his brother, stepbrother, mm-hmm. in the car. And he goes back to the real bad guys, like the leaders of the operation. And he's like, hey, I, I want to get the hell out of here. You need to give me $50,000 and a ticket to Bangkok. Or, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to talk. They go, oh, okay. And then he ends up getting, they end up shooting him. And just this explosion of blood hits yeah. the car. Yeah, and Christian Slater's hiding in the back. He sees this. And, like, I couldn't even imagine a high schooler seeing that violent of a death. Like, absolutely horrifying. This movie, I guess if there's one thing, it doesn't know quite where it's at and what it needs to do because the violence is, like, really dark. Imagine you're 17 years old and you just see somebody's face explode. Yeah, no. <laughs> that that'll ruin your whole life. And uh Chris Slater sees a lot more than that. So poor kid, he's going to grow up to be Batman one day or something. Who knows. Um or you know, he might just become a disc jockey. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that too. Um but yeah, I I think it, it just I mirror everything that Ryan has said. It's just missed potential. I think there's more potential here and it's just kind of missed. 
this one's weird as far as recommendations go. I don't recommend it, but I will say if you f- hear the plot of this movie and it sounds interesting to you, why not check it out? But I, I think if it, it's don't expect too much out of it, you know? No, no and I to me, there's much better performances from Christian Slater oh, than yeah. this one. And I, I, for me, I can't recommend it. I mean, one of his other earlier movies, which I don't think we'll end up talking about, is uh, The Name of the Rose. Is oh, actually yeah. a really good. Is a good one, which is um, which is an actual murder mystery movie, but it's set mm-hmm. um, during the Middle Ages, and Sean Connery plays like an investigating monk, and uh, mm-hmm. Christian Slater is his assistant yeah that's like a really early one for him um no we'll we'll get around to more of his stuff at least um but i guess we'll move on from here ryan what are we talking about on thursday well nathan we're actually going to be talking about one of my favorite things nathan and that's going to the mall oh i love going to the mall in 2023 it's always a wonderful experience it's so great. So mm-hmm. let's celebrate that with the Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, and that is available on Shutter right now. Perfect. And if you want to send us any recommendations or just tell us anything, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can tweet at us at DIDFpod. But until next time. Until next time. Until next time.